Hi, I'm the frame $2 bill in your neighborhood diner. I'm Jordan. Oh, uh, I'm Gigi. And you better keep your hands off my property, you autoclogs. <laughs> uh, and I'm David Thorpe. And one time I was walking over a train yard and I saw two men riding on what appeared to be a two foot by three foot block with wheels. It was just a transport of some site type. If I was a transformer, I'd change into that. <laughs> a block with wheels? It was just kind of like a, like, it looked like it was just a two foot by three foot block with wheels and a seat on it for the purpose of transporting people around the train yard. David, why would you in... transform into something smaller than you already are? <laughs> just a little, just a little transport. That's what I'd be. Nothing special. Not a Maserati. Nothing special, kind. indeed. <laughs> I don't even know if it had a steering wheel. I think it just had a lever. You lack imagination, you know that? Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, speaking of a lack of David, I'm going to hold back in this episode because there's a lot in it. <laughs> Welcome to Robots and to Guys, the queer reading of Transformers from Generation 1 to Generation Now. Wow! This is... This is unexpectedly a lot. Um, yeah. Where do, we, where do we begin? The racism or the sexism? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, in terms of the racism, I would love to hear your take on that, Jordan. Because again, like. Um, that's not something we can really speak on, I feel yeah. like. I mean... Uh, one of my, one of my notes was... <laughs> I go to Japan? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say, I realized from the beginning this was not a good... Dude, do you know what a red flag it was where they just mentioned the name Dr. Fujiyama? <laughs> My first note is like, hmm, what are the chances Dr. Fujiyama will be a respectful portrayal of this person? <gasps> I can't even... It's even crazier when you take into context that what me and Genevieve had just watched before this was an episode of Static Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a much like more nuanced show than fucking Transformers. Okay, so it's a white guy, who who's who's, who's playing who's playing Fuji. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I sadly I assumed it's a white guy, and he's doing a vaguely foreign accent. Yeah. And he and he made a robot ninja. Why made a robot ninja woman? Spike woman. ninjas are not warriors, my guy. <laughs> Uh, ninjas are, uh, are, are thieves. <laughs> They're forest-dwelling thieves. They're not a warrior class. That would be samurai. But, you know, whatever. You're 16. You're dumb. Yeah. I get it. Also, I'll cut this out if I'm completely wrong, but weren't, like, the starting point of ninjas predominantly, like, farm workers that, like, were rebelling? 
Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That there were that they were yeah. a, they're rural. Like, <laughs> mm. I like how someone in the crowd asks, "Why did you make a robot ninja?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be my question too. <laughs> um, and then just to like lock her up at the end. At the end. Terrible. This is one of the worst endings the Transformers ever put together. I my last note, and this isn't a Dumb Notes with David tr- segment. This is just my last note. Uh, it just says, free Nightbird. <laughs> um, and on the subject of Nightbird, she is a queen. Yes. <laughs> I love her. I really identify with her, actually. Literally, one of my, um, my opening was going to be... Um, my name's David Thorpe, and in solidarity with Nightbird, I don't, I'm going to transform into nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> How do you relate to Nightbird? I'm interested to hear that. Because she's like this intimidating figure with a lot of power, but it's all taken away from her because people are just using her, and she isn't even given a voice. Um, <laughs> nice. and I, I just relate to that a lot. Not uh, only, not only that, but every point before she shows how powerful she is, she's doubted by every male character. Mm. Like, oh yeah. And they're like kind of making fun of her mm-hmm. before she's before, revealed. Yeah. And even after she's revealed, Bombshell says she's, um, she's primitive. <laughs> Yeah, they're all like, ooh, an earth robot. <laughs> She's an earth girl. Um, I want to say I... Oh. No, 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 no please go there ahead. You go, Jordan. Um, I really like Nightbird's design. Mm-hmm. Because, um... So, like, other quote-unquote female transformers um usually really bother me because their design is like they're given these very human um anatomical parts um especially breasts and like it just doesn't make sense to me because the that's like not the design theory that's being used for the other transformers Mm -hmm. and so I used to th- think like it would just be better off if like they didn't make or like try to make a transformer that was female coded and they're all and they're just like this sort of vague male race that like doesn't actually have a gender but um the design of Nightbird has made me change my mind because it proves to me that there can be like a good robot design that's like more feminine and slender that's not like this weird sexualized like human fantasy because like I, I don't know like other transformers um they do have this like 
human anatomy and it's kind of broken down into parts like they do have a ch chest kind of like they'll have a defined chest and like a waist and whatever and like i feel like and um a sort of like crotch like groin mm -hmm. <laughs> area and um i feel like nightbird shows a design that can be like su successfully more feminine or like gender neutral um that like fits that design style mm -hmm. that actually fits in with the other transformers mm -hmm. that would Nightbird represents a different body type, but that does fit yeah. in with the design style of the other Transformers, unlike of someone like RC, who is obviously designed around, like, what a human finds attractive. Yeah, and it now um, kind of disappoints me that they didn't intro like, that they didn't start the show with a variety of Transformers that, like, were more female or like gender neutral coded mm -hmm. um because i think that would have like added a lot to the series mm -hmm. it's i can definitely see yeah i agree with that and especially because it should really just pinpoints for me a, a even a lack in the Transformer TV show's ability of storytelling which is if they had spent just yes. a little bit more time in the world building of the character design yeah they could have they could have outlined what a body type is for a robot race uh, what different body types would be like for a robot race devoid of human in interaction you know right um but they didn't <laughs> they made everyone men <laughs> exactly And of course, this is how we come to the sort of great kind of gra this grand irony of, you know, um, like you said, Nightbird having this uh, having representing this more um, representing this different body type. Uh, and she's and she's the one that's been created technically as a as a human fantasy. Um, she's yeah. This is, like she's has nothing to do with Cybertron. She doesn't give a shit about Cybertron. Mm -hmm. um, she's not technically a Decepticon or an Autobot. <laughs> right. Um. Although of course, um, she is uh, counter-programmed uh, to what to one side, which is. Um, just so insidious. Yeah. And, and it really sucks that, like, we get this great, strong, like, female-coded robot character, and she's literally just a slave to men, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I also don't believe that Nightbird reappears in the series. What the- they gave her a fucking cliffhanger. I- I would have to double check that, but I don't think she reappears. It says, enter the night burst. <laughs> Are we entering and exiting? Are we being ushered out? She has one toy, official. Um, 
so recap recast and it came out in 2020 2019 shouldn't have taken that long <laughs> wow and i don't think she's ever appeared in another animated series i think this is her only animated appearance she might be in the IDW comics, but that's only because IDW comics are just hella more progressive. I would have to double check that too. I don't know a lot about Nightbird, and that's a problem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's. And in the end, she's like basically put down for how powerful she is. It's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And she's visibly angry about it too. Uh huh. I have a note um, after Nightbird breaks into Autobot headquarters where I'm like, the stupid boys are utterly enchanted and dumbfounded by the ways of women. <laughs> <laughs> They're so hostile to every woman, actually. Um, yeah. Like, this is a companion piece to what, whatever bullshit happened with Carly like earlier on in this season. Um, it's just like, oh yeah, so, there's so much like unresolved hostility in these exclusively male spaces, um, and it man and it just manifests as like, as just really just some of the worst writing the series has on has on tap. Yeah, um, uh, it's like the writers themselves are literally scared of writing a a strong woman. So and this episode like, is co-written by a woman, so what the hell? <laughs> yeah. uh, I was correct. Nightbird does not make another appearance in oh, the Transformers. Oh. I thought she would come back and be in, like, get some sort of revenge. I was also correct that she does... I was also correct she does also not make an appearance in any other Transformers uh, animated media. Boo. Only in comics. Well, you know what? Nightbird... Nightbird entered my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that Megatron wants to replace Starscream with Nightbird, though. <laughs> Bisexual icon Megatron? <laughs> well, he is mentally controlling her via um, bombshell, yeah. so maybe no, he doesn't get the most credit in the world. But he did want to replace... He did absolutely want to replace um, his right-hand yeah. man with... Uh, Nightbird. He even says she's hot enough to replace you. <laughs> Which is a whole other. <laughs> How do you even begin bag. to unpack that? <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Nightbird in one day shows more uh, prowess than anyone else on Megatron's team. That he would put, uh, position her as his number two on the spot. <laughs> um, oh, can we talk about how much of a fucking freak Bombshell is? Sure. He's a fucking sadistic little freak. Um, yes, we can talk about that. I do have a note that says I, uh, I still think Megatron and Bombshell would be cute together. <laughs> They deserve each other. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They would be good together because um, Megatron's into that. I mean, yeah. that gets him off. 
possessing, does. controlling, restraining. These are all things Megatron loves. Bombshell literally says, um, I love, what, mentally manipulating people for you? Yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines. God. They would be great for each other. Um, that, I will, now, okay, can I say one thing about this episode? Uh-huh. What's up? Um, the fact that, um, <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty racist, and Nightbird is heavily mistreated. Um, one thing about this episode that I will give this episode specifically, it does give Nightbird enough time to shine and make her way into my heart because she has some of the coolest action scenes in the entirety of Transformers so far. <laughs> but they take it all but they take it all away from her, and also it's under the guise of her being controlled by the fascist uh, enemies of the supposed heroes of the show in touch. That's true. I just I just wanted to commend the episode for having some dope action scenes, I guess. No, she, no, she really she is a great character with a lot of potential that is that is squandered on this off, on this awful story that gives her zero agency. Mhm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the thing, right? Is that like she is really cool, and I want more of her. Yeah, I... And I want more amazing. of her... Yeah, I want more of her that's not being controlled by Bombshell. I want a spinoff where Nightbird fucking runs away and <laughs> goes town to town and hulks it. <laughs> she has a fucking lightsaber. <clears throat> She's so cool. Um, at a certain point... Oh, when, um... When Dr. Fujiyama uh, talks to the Autobots about, like, getting Nightbird back, I was like, why does this plot now have, like, Big Lebowski vibes? <laughs> 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 like, Nightbird is Bunny, which is, again, like, um, kind of about um, the possession of a woman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Autobots are these bumbling idiots that, like, <laughs> are gonna be way, in way over their heads. Um, I mean, they got got so bad at the exhibition hall. <laughs> they really did. Yeah. Just embarrassing. I, 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 I would, I would quit my job if I got, <laughs> if I got my ass handed to me that bad. <laughs> I don't know if I want to work at this company anymore. <laughs> Dude, this sucks. <laughs> um, on topics, would you all want to move to some topics of this episode that aren't Dr. Fujiyama or Nightbird? Specifically, stuff like the fact that it, the episode starts with all the boys welding. <laughs> 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 and uh, Wheeljack and Wheeljack and Ratchet being a couple of bitches. <laughs> At the reveal ceremony. Oh, do you want to talk were about... Were they the ones um, talking shit? Yeah, they were the two yeah, talking were. shit. Okay. Cliffjumper was too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the domestic abuse that happens? Wait, what? Between when Starscream punches Megatron? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot between Starscream and Megatron <laughs> in such crazy. a short amount of time. 
this was such a wild moment. Where, like, Starscream just, like, straight loses it there for a moment. When, when Megatron's like, I'm gonna replace you, and he just goes... Yeah, he fucking snaps! Well, and he, just, like, well, go Megatron for it. says she's everything I've always wanted. And then that gets his dander up so bad that... Yeah, yeah, David, go ahead. Oh, that, so bad that he punches Megatron in front of his enti- Megatron's entire army, not caring about the consequences that he's <laughs> obviously about to face. Just decks him. Then he immediately gets caged, and then he escapes. Do you think the cage is a sex is also like used as a sex thing? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Okay, best. He, uh. sca- he escapes by <laughs> shooting a Nerf dart at a button. <laughs> Oh. And then he, like, fucks up the battle for the, all of the Decepticons <laughs> out of pettiness. I love it. Literally, Nightbird gets downed by pettiness of a man. <clears throat> but that that punch, I mean, and what, and the line that provokes it, I mean, it's just this, this continued, just, like, misdirected hostility. Um, and yeah. just these poor projections of just this awful awful misogyny that exists in these like exclusive spaces it's as you've said as we've said multiple times on this show that ain't that ain't even subtext this is just text at this yeah point. <laughs> um um also not to mention the like scream that starscream lets out when he gets caged he's it's just like, kind of like <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> to com- yeah, I was gonna compare it to something from Avatar, but it's a major spoiler for Avatar, so I'm just gonna. What do you? That that show's been around for Airbender. twelve years. Oh, I I know everything. Okay, I, I, it's literally. It's from, if you're worried about spoiling it for me. Okay, there's. I mean, the not fun scream of someone being caged is done much better at the end of Avatar with it when Azula gets like tied up. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And it's it's slightly reminiscent of that to me. Where <laughs> it's just insanity has taken and over. A, a narcissist like loses their grip. Yeah. Mm. God that's such a good thing. They like scene. lose control and yeah. Azula is such a good character. That's such a good show. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I can't <laughs> <laughs> We're just constantly trying to make podcasts about other shows. <laughs> other better shows. <laughs> other better shows. This is a sweet little moment where, uh, where, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Is it Braun and Cliffjumper? Yeah, there's a sweet little moment where Braun mm-hmm. helps Cliffjumper up a cliff, which is very ironic and cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I love that it's completely silent. It's literally Cliff Jumper tries to jump up a cliff like everyone else. He's too short to do it. And then Braun turns around, they grabs so him, and small. pulls him up. They look like little babies. They <laughs> do. It's like shot from far away, too. <laughs> it's really sweet. Um. Also, not to mention... So... Did the fight between Megatron and Optimus at the convention center feel a little bit more, like, heated than normal to anyone else? <laughs> Dude, Optimus cops a feel. 
You really do. He throws he his arms around Megatron. You on Megatron's titty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the line of, and that's the uh, name of the episode right there. Copping a feel of Megatron's titty. <laughs> Either that or Transformers hates women. <laughs> oh. Why does Transformers hate women? <laughs> Why does? Um, which battle are you talking about? The one, the, the kind of exhibition with, hall. The one where they, one where oh, they steal yeah. Nightbird. Literally, Nightbird's st- story in her only episode is her being used by men as an object, and then she gets imprisoned for the rest of her life in internal rage. <laughs> and all she is, has left is rage at everything that has happened to her. Can relate. <laughs> Uh, yikes, we just yikes, need yikes. to make a fan webcomic where Nightbird kills both all the Autobots and the Decepticons. Yes. <laughs> Nightbird destroys planet Earth yeah. and just chills in space. Goes off into space, becomes a bounty hunter. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Becomes <laughs> a bounty hunter on Cybertron. Just murkin'. Yes. Come, becomes a bounty hunter on Cybertron, starts dating RC. Yes. Or Alita 1. Or Alita yeah. 1. Yeah. Or both. Or both. Or, or none. Or both. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that, this, is that that episode in a nutshell? Anyone, anything else anyone wanted to... Only, touch upon the only other thing i wanted to that that doesn't that doesn't have to do with um the any all the references to uh nightbird being a possession or property uh the only other thing i wanted to is um the moment where megatron goes to shoot optimus and blue streak takes the hit yeah i noticed that too <laughs> what the what do you think? Uh, what do you think that's about? I think Blue Streak's crushing on Optimus, but has said nothing about it to Optimus ever. <laughs> Such a grand gesture. Show no sign. <laughs> I feel it's literally like a crush in high school. That the crush, <laughs> the crush doesn't know you exist, but it's it's probably because you haven't said anything or tried to say anything to them ever. <laughs> <laughs> takes the bullet for Optimus and Optimus is like, what? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Blue Streak, no. He knows my name. It's like when I had a class with this girl I matched with on Tinder months earlier and she sat next to me and was like, do I know you? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh no, I don't think so. And I was, I actively knew who she was the whole time and was like, don't sit next to me, don't sit next to me. <laughs> That's so good. Um, and then we like became friends and had a little fling and mm-hmm. stayed friends. <laughs> Just like blue streaking out. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. What if what if the show just slowly becomes Blue Streak and Optimus dating until the last episode is just the honeymoon suite? 
I don't no. think I ship uh, Blutimus. Blutimus? <laughs> we could do a dumb notes with David if you all want, but I, I don't know if the notes for this episode are particularly happy. <laughs> nope, they are not. Yeah, I don't really. Okay, well, we'll skip it this week. <laughs> we'll skip it this week. I think I already said everything that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody said everything that was funny. And that's the end of Robots and the Guy. Come back next week. We won't be here, but you can come back. Um, uh, should we move on to our segments then? I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, well, now it's time, as it always is, for our regular segments. We're going to start off with OTP, One Transformers Pairing where we pick the two Transformers that uh, we'd like to see sit next to each other and uh, pretend not to know each other, but they definitely know each other. Um, we'll go ahead and start off with uh, David. David, who's your OTP this week? It's got to be, I mean, it's, it's got to be Braun and um, Cliff Jumper with just that sweet little helping hand that was given. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the relationship is. I just enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just too dang cute. They're just cute, and they're just gonna go get ice cream after that, and they're just gonna. What if they make a thruple with Bumblebee? Just little boy thruple. Just little boys. <laughs> mm. There's very little Bumblebee very little in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, was Bumblebee in this episode at all? No, nope. I do not think so. There was a little bit of Spike, but... Yeah. Nope. No B-Boy. When the B is away. <laughs> <laughs> Women will be oppressed. <laughs> is Bumblebee the only Transformer... <laughs> Fighting for <laughs> gender well, equality? Not really, because he didn't like Carly. Yeah, oh, you're right. He's just like the rest of them. They're all the same. <laughs> transform. No, never gonna transform. All men. <laughs> Hashtag all men. <laughs> God. Alright, so who, 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 uh, alright. Genevieve, who was your couple? Uh, mine was also Braun and Cliff Jumper. They're just um, cute. Cause yeah, they're just too cute. <laughs> just like two little cute boys. And the fact that Cliff Jumper needed help getting up a cliff is too funny. Mm-hmm. That just can't be highlighted enough. What about you, Jordan? Um. So, um. I'm using my OTP to um, to torture Bombshell, um, ooh, because I'm because I've I felt very very um, I felt very repelled by him, um, so I'm going to so hear me out. My OTP this week is Bombshell and Skywarp because I feel like if you took Bombshell and you yoked him to Skywarp, you could get a Megatron Starscream pairing that would be moderate, that would be, that would be the exact same kind of couple. 
Um, so it would be like really toxic. Just like just like a master manipulator and then some and just someone who's like wants to throw down at every occasion. Um, and, <laughs> uh, it sounds like they deserve each other too. They de- they deserve each they deserve each other. Yeah. Um, and I want to see that sometimes, drama play out. Sometimes they invite Megatron over to fuck. <laughs> Starscream is not invited because Skywarp, as, as we are, no. are aware, calls him oh, a teacher. Oh, God. You've made a very interesting pairing due to some weird Transformers lore, Jordan. Oh, word? Um, so this is jumping ahead far, far ahead, but there was an animation error in the um, Transformers the movie, the 1980, uh, yeah, Genevieve is laying back, they... <laughs> Are taking a sit- seat back and they've well, fallen. You said the L fallen... <laughs> they are. They have fallen asleep. No. Um. So there was an animation error. I'll try to get through this as quick as possible. Uh, there was tra- uh, animation error in the Transformers the movie in 1989, whenever it was, um, where a new character is created called Cyclonus. And he is, uh, um, he is one of the Decepticons reformatted, right? Mm-hmm. The, a lot of the Decepticons die, and uh, um, Unicron reformats their bodies into new Decepticons, one of them being Cyclonus. Um, due to the um, animation error, uh, we don't know if Cyclonus is Skywarp reformatted or Bombshell reformatted. Mmm... Because in the scene, um, both of, um, in the scene where they get reformatted, both of them get reformatted into Cyclonus. Like, two, there are two Cyclonuses on screen at the same time. But for the rest of the movie, there's only one. And there's only one character named Cyclonus. So we don't know which one is Cyclonus. Ah. Skywarper Bombshell. So. That's it. It's just you picked an interesting pairing because there's a it's they may have a kid they may have a kid (laughs) um well um i guess that's enough reproduction talk uh for now um let's talk um uh you know uh let's get all up on our paramore biz because we're gonna have talk about some crush 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 um that's right it's time for uh auto crush of the week, uh, where we pick the one Transformer um, that we'd like to break our heart, just like Haley Williams and all those wonderful songs. Um, Nothing compares to a quiet evening alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, Megatron gets reformatted into uh, uh, Galvatron, who has a bunch of mental health issues, and there's a whole episode about Cyclonus sending him to a therapy planet. Gigi, who's your auto crush? <laughs> Obviously, Nightbird. Thank you. Um, she's amazing. She's strong. She's beautiful. She's so sexy. Um, I love her. I'm in love with her. She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend, and she is the moment. She. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, who's your who's your crush? Is it also Nightbird? I'm just curious. Mm, 
No, it no, no, it is it isn't because I felt like I feel like I didn't get the chance to the reason why is I felt like I didn't get the chance to know Nightbird because of all of the mental manipulation and the lack of agency and all that. I didn't feel right doing it. Um, so I made mine Mirage um, because I um, I felt like I loved um, I loved I realized that Mirage's voice reminded me of like Bing Crosby. <laughs> A little um, bit. Just this little, this is low, like, sleepy baritone. And I was like, hmm, I think I used, I get used to that. <laughs> oh. uh, so before I say my crush, I wanted to ask Genevieve, I'm sorry if I cut you off too soon. Oh, is there no. more about why you want to run away with Nightbird? Um, I feel like we would understand each other, because... Again, I, I really saw myself in, in Nightbird. Mm -hmm. I think that we've both been like victimized in similar ways. So you would really would really have an understanding as you two ran through the universe bounty hunting and yes. making millions. Mm. Mm. And I know what it's like to like have your own identity suppressed and then have to find it um i was gonna i was gonna say my crush was uh cliff jumper because he's kind of a short king and i love that cliff <laughs> jumper is a short king there's just a scene where megatron is watching them all through their through his monitor and you see um a wide shot of cliff jumper with optimus and ratchet and he's just about the height of optimus's knee and that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a short king. And I love him. Um He does want to shoot everything, and that's a bit of a problem, but you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can channel that energy into into something more erotic. Mm -hmm, maybe I can change it. <laughs> maybe um, I can change it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too precious for words uh, anyways our final segment that's right our final segment we'll jack off to that later where we pick the single sexiest moment of any given Transformers episode uh, the one that you know if, if, if we were doing like a girls next door type show like this would be like in the intro sequence um to uh to be the preface for all of the uh sexy things to come um let's see uh i'll, all I'll, I'll party just... clothing optional well as long as you bring your birthday suit um <laughs> but uh all right I'll, I'll i'll go i'll get through mine pretty quickly because um it's just it's just the moment where um where nightbird uh yoinks the sword out of prime's hands Using yeah. um, using the purple telekinetic bullshit um, because at that point she becomes uh, an Asian sword wielding lesbian uh, and that is um, and she ad and she makes Prime admit that he had a bad idea and I never thought I would live to see that so um, yeah a lot, a lot of great <laughs> moments there. actively humiliates Prime in front of his men yes <laughs> yeah. Um, so powerful. 
Love to see it. <laughs> you love to see it. Um, uh, all right. Well, uh, Gigi, uh, what's what's the single sexiest Nightbird moment? <laughs> I actually didn't pick Nightbird for this. Oh, word. Um, <laughs> I don't okay. know. I like to have like variety in my picks, I guess. Okay. Um, right, right, right on. Okay, so what is your? I real thought Nightbird was really sexy when she was like sneaking into Autobot headquarters. Yeah. Um, but the my Wheeljack moment is um, during the first battle at like Nightbird's unveiling. Mm-hmm. I think you guys talked like mentioned how intense it was. Um, I forget the like dialogue exchange, but Megatron says something to Prime, and then he's like. Um, not quite, or, or something, and he, like, Superman punches Megatron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really hot. Oh, uh, it reminded me of Roman Reigns. Um, mm. he's a very sexy man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking taking him down with a single punch. Yeah, after being shot in the back by mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was that was sexy. <laughs> yeah, it you know there there is there is a there is I think something you know to you know mm-hmm. brute, brute brute strength you know applied well. Right, mm-hmm. and just the like tension that's still between them. Oh, I don't think we've the, closed the book the on disdain. Optatron yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. the disdain, the hatred, mm-hmm. the drama. <laughs> The drama, the intrigue. (laughs) Um, So. Shocking revelations. (laughs) (laughs) David, what is your wheel check off to that later moment? Well, um, it is just uh, Ironhide lounging on a table after he's been injured in Autobot headquarters, just talking to everyone like he's eating grapes. But, um... For the record, the sexiest, best, greatest, uh, most iconic Nightbird moment is when uh, all the Autobots finally decide they're no, they're not going to hold back anymore from hurting her, and they all pull out their guns, um, and she pulls out Ninja Stars and knocks all their guns out of their hands. <laughs> True. Yes. Um, she's like, it was never an option for you to hurt me. <laughs> You guys think you're capable of hurting me? Yeah. I'm glad y'all... Uh, I'm glad y'all were... That's cute. I'm glad y'all were uh, tending to your egos, but it was never... You were never making the choice not to hurt me. <laughs> He's uh, never an option. I'm in control here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh... Ironhide lounging on a table, eating grapes, essentially. <laughs> Being fixed by Ratchet. Valid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, ra- no, rat- Ratchet, um... Ra- ra- ratchet, ratchet pulled it, put in some utility work, I would say, in, 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 the, in this episode. Um, ki- kind, kindly as ever. Uh, getting a little bland. Um, but... <laughs> But what? But what can? But what can you do? I mean, he's in the shadow of um, of a queen. <laughs> this one. 
True. true, true so true. true. He's also a little bitch in the beginning of the episode <laughs> yeah. with Wheeljack. Everyone um, looks like a little bitch compared to Nightbird. True. The fact. To be fair. Is every episode now, because we know it is, is every episode uh, they're going to be a critique that there's not enough Nightbird? Yes. <laughs> going to complain There's no Skyfire. There's that. no Nightbird. What are, we, what are we doing here? God, can we just have Nightbird What's kill everyone except point? Skyfire and she rides Skyfire around the universe uh, as her yes. spaceship as she goes bounty hunting? Yes. Yes. Skyfire as as sort of uh, space himbo. And she's taken spark plugs, Spike's dad, as a pet. <laughs> What? <laughs> it gets crazy with Nightbird in command. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like he'd be so depressed without Spike. Like... He'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> He's in space now. <laughs> He's gonna live forever. <laughs> What's the point of living forever if you're not with the people you love? He's with Nightbird. Bird and Jetfire. Why would he love Nightbird? She's keeping him as prisoner. No, pet. Feed well. <laughs> but he's away from his son. That's like all he cares about. It's true. I don't think he would ever willingly become her pet. You're right. You're right. She and takes like, Ravage as a pet. Spike. She takes Ravage as a pet. She should take Rumble as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Rumble and Frenzy lead the offensive. Yeah. Sorry, I know we're after our segments, but Rumble and Frenzy do lead the offensive, and they do actually incredibly well. Yeah, I was like, Decepticons invade, specifically Rumble. <laughs> um, anyway, that's, that's, that's going it. to do it. That's going to do it uh, for us. Uh, thank you to everyone for so much for listening uh, to uh, Nightbird and to Guys. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Gigi, where can people find you on the internet and uh, commiserate over the lack of Nightbird in future Transformers episodes? <laughs> you can find me at G-E-G-E Vines on Instagram. Um, it also happens to be my email at, at Gmail. Uh, email me. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, David, where can people go to dunk on you? Uh, you can go dunk on me at one kidotic one. That's one k i t o t i k one on Instagram, or uh, kidotic on TikTok as well. Um, oh yeah, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> oh yeah, Genevieve's on TikTok. Too. Um, do you want to say your name on TikTok, or is it the same? Oh, it's the same. Okay. Um, and also David Thorpe on YouTube. All right. All right. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Elephanti111. That's E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E-111. We're going to be back, hopefully, within the next month with another episode of Robots into Guys. In that time, please be sure to follow the official Instagram account. That's at Robots into Guys. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave your five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. Um, Thank you so much to everyone for bearing with us as we've been working out this new release schedule. And thank you. 
Um, Free Nightbird. And, uh, and fuck racism. Um, yeah, fuck racism. Fuck racism. Thank you, everyone. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. We've done... We did Christian AS... We did Catholic ASMR last time. <laughs> um, what can we do What can we do this time to um, one-up ourselves? Um... Scream? <laughs> no, it's very late here. Uh, it'll scare the cat. Uh, scream? <laughs> what about his cheerleaders? Okay. T R A N S F O R N E R S. Robots into. Into. Guys! Yay! <laughs> that wasn't even that bad. No! <laughs> <laughs> Bye!